which is okay for you. So, yeah, you can sit. Yeah. It's the whole shebang, Rich Jones. And I am uh, just finished the Randy Stonehill concert here at uh, Grace Vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we got the new album. It's called The Lost Art of Listening. That sounds like a very big topic. Well, to me, I just it's I think it's apropos uh, for the the uh, times in which we live. You know, yeah, just a lot of people with attention deficit issues and and a, um, a, and a lot of noise going on. But I don't know how much we're really listening to um, to uh, important things. Well, you use a lot of big words. Like I had to look up pontif- pontificate. Yeah, well, and when you find when you find out what that means, you tell me. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How, are you, how are you hearing me here? I got a microphone right here. I'm such a high tech guy. Mm-hmm. So it's actually pretty. It picks up a lot. Uh, I, I interviewed Nikita Koloff, the wrestler, went for this, and uh, it came out pretty good. So. Good, good man. He didn't rush and sickle me. This is his move. Uh, I'm glad you avoided that. That's, <laughs> that's good. He's one of those American guys that pretended to be Russian in the '80s when we were having all those crises, and then, like, he was really from Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> He's in North Carolina. Yeah. He's in Kannapolis. Uh, Nary a dull moment for you, Hunter. No, not really. So, I've been listening to all these songs. Thinly veiled thread. That one reminded when you talked about the girl that. Like like he lost a bet. I'm like that was like my ex girlfriend. I remember yeah, yeah I remember you sharing that with me. I think via text. And what's the Coyote Moon? Because I, I I listened to that one a lot. And like talked about underneath the Coyote Moon. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a it's just kind of a western. Yeah, it did kind of remind me of like know, the the spaghetti westerns a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something. You know, you can see a coyote howling at the moon. It reminds me of of our our longing, just for I don't know, just for uh, real hope and just the you know yeah. It just sort of talks about it's a symbolic way of talking about um, that primal aching of the heart that I think every every person experiences. Yeah, and and, and also it was I I wrote that. I co-wrote that with uh, Terry Scott Taylor. Oh yeah, I'm Facebook friends with him. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's very yeah. He's a, he's a lovely guy and he's just brilliant. I'd love so to get we, I'd love to get him on the podcast sometime. No, you. I'm, well, he's he's uh, friendly and open to suggestion. Okay. Well, For only seventeen thousand dollars. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but so he and I wrote that about fifteen years ago, and it turned out when I would go and visit my sweet old folks in San Jose, California. I'd play them, you know, the newest things that I'd written. And that song became a favorite of my mother's. And um, she um, she stepped into eternity about two and a half years ago. Uh, and um, she, But it was so interesting, Rich, because she'd say, Now, honey, when are you going to record that Coyote Moon song? I just think it's so lovely. And I knew that it captured her. It spoke to her heart because she was not a believer, but it, it really captured this sense of, like I said, longing for, you know, meaning and a way home. And, yeah, and, um, I understand that. So it sort of preached the gospel to her without me preaching yeah. to her. 
And it was, the, it was, I think, the last song I ever played for her, sitting by the edge of her hospital bed uh, with Leslie. And yeah. She, and, and Leslie and I sang it to her. And, um, and then um, she, uh, she left, so to speak. She departed this life yeah. uh, sooner than we had expected. And so um, it's a very special song for me. I, I, hope that, uh, I hope that the Lord allows a little window from heaven so where, where she can hear it. Because I'm yeah. like, well, Mom, I recorded your song finally, and, and I'm, I'm yeah. sorry that uh, I hadn't done it earlier. Yeah. And, of course, I loved Billy Frank because uh, it was a tribute to Billy Graham. Right, yeah. And uh, I know he, he kind of helped you early on when you were doing the I Love You and the, the movie he did. Yeah, he, they put together this, this film for my generation, you know, for the youth of the, the day. What was that, back in the early 70s? And um, his people had heard about this musical, spiritual hybrid that the Lord was putting together. And a lot of it was, you know, prevalent on the West Coast. And um, the funny thing is, um, I was in a B-grade um, horror film. I know all about that. We talk about that a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. For, Larry for, Hagman. Yeah, for Rich's audience, we're sorry to bring it up again. Just when you were beware, getting over the trauma. Beware the blob. Right. But one of the, the secretary on that film happened to be a believer, ended up working for worldwide films and remembered me from the from the sci-fi film. I'm going to have to bring my Beware the Blob DVD next time and get oh. you to sign it. I do have it. Oh, man. <laughs> I just, yeah. But you were with Cindy Williams, I remember. Yeah, that's right. Uh, she just come to town, was looking for work. Very sweet, very talented. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying that, that the secretary from the sci-fi film was working with the worldwide films for the Billy Graham thing called Time to Run and she remembered me and she said you know what if you're looking for music for the movie we should contact this Randy Stonehill so I'm sitting in my funky little apartment over Mrs. Ortiz's garage in Silver Lake and um, and the phone rang one afternoon and I picked it up and they said yes is this a, this is so and so from worldwide films um is this, is this Randy Stonehill? And I said, y yes, sir. He said, did you write a song called I Love You? I said, y yes, sir. He said, okay, well, listen, we're uh, Worldwide Films is putting together a, a project, um, really a film for youth, and we would like to um, invite you to be a part of it, and we'd like to use some of your songs. Uh, would, you, would you pray about that? And I said... Um, Okay, who is this really? Um, and do I do I owe you money? Because if I do, you're going to be really depressed. Because I'm living in a garage. I'm living in an apartment above Mrs. Ortiz's garage, and I put a dollar of gas a day in my car. They said, No. Okay, let me start again. This is so and so from Worldwide Films. This is not a joke. Would you like to participate in the movie? And I said, They said, Would you pray about that? And I went. Uh, Okay. Okay. God said yes. Sometimes he's very just he's very oh, quick yeah. and he's very loud and he said yes. And so I yeah I got to be a part of the the film yeah. and it, it was great. I actually just read a book called The Five Second Rule. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but 
uh, talks about like if you have an opportunity, you count down to five, and if you don't do it by five, you've basically lost your opportunity. Uh, but that sounds kind of like that. Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's interesting. Like it seems like it would it would help you if, like be more assertive. But uh, right. So yeah. So because because after five seconds, if you haven't kind of made your choice or made your move, yeah, you might. It might slip away. Yeah. I don't know how that works in terms of, like, godly theology, though. And Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. I mean... It's, 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 it's intriguing, it's but just it's... just like, a, I mean, like, if you had the opportunity to witness to somebody, like, five seconds, or... I don't know. I mean, you could use it for a lot of things, I think. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. But, it could be constructive without without kind of freaking you out. Yeah. Oh, I, no! My five seconds are up! I love the Father Trilogy. I didn't I didn't have the artwork before because I bought it on Bandcamp, but um, I wasn't sure because you said had the goodbye old friend. I didn't realize that might have been your father, but yeah, uh, I was thinking it might have been like some of the other people you've worked with. I mean, I know you worked with Keith Green and Rich Mullins and, um, yeah. and of course, Larry. And I, I wasn't sure if it was about any of those guys. No. No, it wasn't. It really was. A, it was about my father. Um, he uh, uh, he went home to be with the Lord June twentieth, two thousand fourteen. And you know, music has always been the way I've exp- I have expressed my heart and my worldview. And yeah, you know, and I, I think writing that song was uh, part of the sort of the process of closure. Yeah, for, I understand. Me, that. I lost you know? my father last year. It's been hard for me. Like every now and then, I'll have a panic attack about it. I mean, yeah, because it's weird. It's, I I understand that because I remember when my mother um, died on January fifth, um, two years ago. I was going. It feels like the the what the tectonic is that what it's called the tectonic plates of the of the ground of the of the earth are shifting beneath. Yeah, you. it's because the this is the they're your kind of touchstone, foundational, yeah. relational yeah. base. And all of a well, sudden... Well, and it's like they, you, you, know? you learned everything in your life from them, and then all of a sudden they're just gone. It's like, yeah, you got to carry on. And it's been hard for me, but... Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to ask you before close is if you had any... Uh, some of the people that were... I told we were doing the podcast, we were like, does he have any good Keith Green stories? I have many Keith Green stories, my friend. Um, let me think. Um, one of my... Let's see, well, gosh. Like I said, there's so many. Um, well, I remember... Um, <laughs> I remember uh, the day... He met Melody. Uh, I had come back from England after recording for Phonogram, and I didn't like the record, and I was broke. And Keith, being this this guy, he was, he, he was kind of like a bull in a china shop, um, but but mostly in a in an inspiring way. But he just said, "Oh, Randy, oh no, I don't know." Cause I came back from England. I was sleeping on my manager's couch, and I didn't really trust him. And I and um, just trying to figure out what God would have me do with my life. And Keith said, "Hey, well, listen, man, why don't you come live with me?" I'm going, "Well, uh, that, I, uh, I mean, thank you." He goes, "Yeah, that'll be great. Come on, we'll go body surfing. We can write songs. It'll, it'll be great. Come on, man." 
And I went, well, okay, it's very gracious of you. So he came in his his uh, VW um, bus, you know, and with his two German shepherds, you know, <laughs> and picked me up, and and um, so I I was uh, living with him, and um, we were writing songs together, uh, and I remember. Um, he played Wednesday nights at this funky little club called the Blah Blah Cafe in North Hollywood. And I'd go hang out and have dinner and watch him, and then he'd drag me up on stage and we'd have, you know, play songs together, and it was fun. But um, so, so one day he came, he came home from doing errands, and I was sitting on his couch working on some song. He said, Randy, Randy, I just met the most wonderful girl. And I, I couldn't help it. I just knew him well enough. I said, Keith, Keith, that's what you said last week with the, with the last girl that you met and, and had too much fellowship with. And the week before that with the last. He goes, no, 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 no. But I'm telling you, man, she's, she's special. She's different. And she's coming over tonight and she's making dinner for us. I said, really? So I'm going, oh, Lord, bless and protect this woman. And it was Melody. And she came over, and she made dinner, and I could tell they just, they really, really clicked. Fell in love. Pretty soon, <clears throat> she, she moved in, and, um, uh, and she's, she, you know, she's a great lady. We're still, we're still friends. Have, have, you talked to, have you talked to her with the, the ministry and everything, kept up with them? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we, like I said, we communicate yeah. Pretty, pretty steadily, and yeah, and, I heard I heard uh, the ministry is still going strong over there. Yeah, and I think I mean you know she's um, right now. I'm I'm praying along with her to find the right assistant um, for her because she's she definitely has. Um, I mean she's there's. I mean her her history. You know, with Keith, is, is is so rich, and there's still an anointing on, oh yeah, on you know his history, and and she has a lot to share, but it's also it's hard for her being on her own. Yeah, it's it's pretty overwhelming. So yeah, um, I think you know we just keep praying that God will bring the right person who can troubleshoot for her and, and do some of the heavy yeah. lifting. But um, his book, No Compromise, has been very inspiring to me. Yeah, about his life. Yeah. Yeah, I think she, as I recall, she interviewed me for part of that. Yeah. Yeah, I remember sitting in the parking lot uh, in Texas on a, at one of the, one concert I'd done with my band, and, and I guess she was obviously still in Texas at that time, and she came and we sat together and she asked me many questions. Yeah. So do you have anything else you want to say to your fans? Well... You got the you got the new album out. <clears throat> yeah, um, let me say I'm I'm just encouraged by um, you know reports that come back to me about Lost Art of Listening. People are you know they're they're saying that in their estimation it's it's one of the best things I've done since Welcome to Paradise, which is really the record that put me on the map in 1976. Um, uh, so I, I would hope that that people would, you know, would uh, 
check it out for themselves. Um, beyond that, uh, there's a there's a new project right now that's that's just finishing up, um, uh, celebrating 50 years of of uh, of my work. Uh, it's going to be called "There's a Rainbow Somewhere." Okay. And um, it's a compilation uh, record. Um, it's really not about me. It's really it's really a celebration of song and what God has done and does through yeah. through music. Um, but that's just knocking me out to see the the warmth and enthusiasm that I've received. The project has received from from my musical community. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there's a there's a Kickstarter campaign in motion right now. I think we got about uh, maybe nineteen or twenty days left on it. Um, I, I hope people will check that out. But the project, like I said, is just I've been so knocked out. And, and it's called "There's a Rainbow Somewhere." Yeah, and it's 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 um, kind of and friend, it's, on, and it's on Kickstarter. Yeah, Friends of Randy Stonehill, okay. Celebration of Song. Okay. Um, but it's got artists, everyone from Amy Grant um, to Michael W. Smith to Buddy and Julie Miller, Jars of Clay. Oh, I love them. Um, yeah, me too. Um, Sarah Groves. She's good. I've heard her a lot. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. Um, Russ Taff just did a, a wonderful recording of a song of mine called Remember My Name. So it's more like a tribute album? Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't I would rather think of it as a tribute, like I said, to to the Lord and to what yeah. He does with music. Okay. But it's all these songs I've written for yeah. fifty years, and it's celebrating. It's 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 kind of lining up with my first recording, which is called "Born Twice," yeah. produced by the late great Larry Norman. Came out February of nineteen seventy one. Yeah. So all these years later, they're going. You know what? You this you've done. I mean, it's been 50 years since that record, um, and we should we should celebrate music that God's blessed you with, and we should celebrate His faithfulness. And so it was my my old friend who was my manager, Ray Ware, uh, Tom Galata, who's a, just a great a great guy. He's worked with uh, Lost Dogs and oh, I love uh, them too. And and the Daniel I, Amos Band. I like their breathe deep song a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, me too. So anyway, they got together. They went, look, we should. This is a this is a a, a mile marker. Um, by God's grace, you're one of the few guys that started out creating, the, defining the genre, and you're still out doing this. That's a sign of God's largesse oh, yeah. and faithfulness. So they said, look, let's let's do let's just reach out to the community of artists who you have history with, who have been impacted by your work. And ask and invite them to participate and see what song of yours they might want to do, and it's just been it's been amazing. I, to, I'd to love watch. to hear somebody cover "Prisoner of Hope" because I really love that song. Thank you, thank I, you. Very I remember much. I saw you perform that acoustically. Like I think that was the first concert I came to, and uh, of course you kicked your foot up a lot. So. Yeah, there's a lot, of, <laughs> lot of random twitching, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's a. It's a combination of uh, you know being festive and and uh, primal cry for chiropractic well, treatment. I think that's what it I is. I got some chiropractic jokes. I like I go like, um, 
well, God, I got, I got, it's cool because they crack your back and you're like, oh. Then you get the bill and you're like, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a different, a whole different kind of sigh at that point. Either that or it tenses you up so badly that you need another and then, treatment. And then I got one where like, I think Rambo's lifelong dream was to be a chiropractor, but I don't think he would have been a very good one because every guy whose neck he adjusted died. <laughs> True that. Yeah. True but, that. Yeah, it's been a pleasure having you on here. And, oh, uh, thanks, man. Enjoy the concert. Do you ever? Do you care if I ever put any of your songs on the podcast? Um, uh, I don't hey, know. I, I don't know, Les. You talk about the stuff. You talk about this from the record. Yeah, or from the live show. Um, when the, he wants to know if it, if we think it's sort of a good idea to put uh, to incorporate, sure. like something from the live. show. I mean, just like. Like a clip or something, yeah. maybe I don't know. Yeah, I think. Okay. It, I mean, I'm, I'm just, just asking. No, just, I'm I'm thanking you for asking. I think yeah. it's I think it's. A, I believe a good idea. I believe. Uh, I hate it when people say it's easier to ask for forgiveness than it is permission. I'm like, I'd ask for permission. Like, this is a whole whole new ball game when you do that. So. Well, yeah, true, true, yeah. but no, I mean, I think it can only be a, 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 a it can only be a help. So yeah, so. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's a pleasure having you on here. Well, thanks. Thank man. you for taking time out of your schedule. No, thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Okay. Well. And thank you, Rich Jones listeners. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. This is Randy Stonehill. Who's your pal? Who's your buddy? Well, it's Rich, and it's it's me. So there. God bless you guys. <laughs>